You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, it is a it is a lot of pressure. It's true. I mean, this is the first time I'm doing one of these things, so I'm I'm like at least by myself. The so thing I'm a is, though, nervous. you you have to be the expert, so you have to tell everybody else what's going on. I don't know. Other people are experts what about, too. I'm what just about, like one of a one of a panel of experts. What if people ask you like really weird questions, though? You're going to have to answer them. No, I won't. Yeah, but how are you going to get out of them then? So I you'll have to figure out a way to get out of it if you don't know the answer. I mean, if I don't know the answer, I'm not going to pretend to know the answer. No, you just have to talk around it to where they think you know the answer, but I then mean, it turns out you don't. Uh, that's kind of what I've been doing my whole life. Anyway, no, you don't abandon. to know things that I know nothing about. You don't abandon ship. You keep on going. You just keep on paddling mm. until either somebody gets tired of it or they just think, well, they must know what they're talking about. Okay, we can work through this. Hello, everyone. Hmm. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to today. I do want to say a big thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, yes. Right there at the top of the page. It is a wonderful way to support this podcast, and uh, we do thank everybody who does go there. Let me just tell you, after uh, my shoes disappeared last week from Greg's house, I actually went to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicked on that Amazon link, and ordered myself a brand new pair, and lo and behold, I just got an alert that they have arrived. They shipped that. I thought they were coming from Korea. They are, but for some reason, this time around, maybe they knew how desperate I was. They shipped super quickly, so it was only like a week, which I'm very excited. But I think what it most likely has to do with is because I went to funemploymentradio.com first and then clicked on that Amazon link. So they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Let's get these shoes to this person as quickly as possible. Very important customer is what it means. Like That's what they saw when they did that. super duper excited right now, so I'm getting ready to go put my shoes on. They're not going to tell you that you get, you know, pay attention to you more if you go it. through our website. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying we're not telling you you're not getting paid attention to more by going to our website. Seriously. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You can put the pieces together right there. It has been less than a week, and they've already arrived Uh from Korea. That's pretty awesome. It's being suggested by Keelan uh, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, but maybe they stole the shoes back from you and then resold them to you. Oh, boy. Well, I didn't really wear the other ones very much, so I mean, I wouldn't be able to see any wear and tear on them. Okay. Really. Well, so it's entirely possible you just paid twice. So we'll see. All right. If, yeah. the, if the conspiracy is true, this could be it. All right. So anyway, go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right, sir. So I think you should uh, tell everybody what it is they're going to be doing. And actually, it is. It's a pretty. It's a pretty big honor. Um, it's pretty cool what Sarah's going to be doing this weekend, but I think there might be uh, some ways I can help you out. I don't think that there's any ways that you can help me out, and you're just making succeeding in making me like a little bit nervous. Because this isn't like the hugest deal. It's an amazing deal, but it's not like I'm going in front of like 100,000 people, unless it is. How I don't many think people I am. are? It's, it's going to be a lot of people, though. I don't know. Well, so I got asked to do this thing. So um, there's this company here in town uh, run by a bunch of wonderful creative uh, individuals, uh, mostly women, who do this thing called the Siren Nation Festival. Uh-huh. And a lot of what they do is they focus on like women in the arts talking about like things that they do, be it like uh, if someone is a graphic designer or if they're an, an author or they're, you know, they produce a television series, any of these things. And one of the one of the things it's is pretty podcasting. cool. It's yeah. sirenation.org. It's a pretty big organization. It is. And it has a lot of amazingly and in, like incredible women attached to it. I mean, I'm like seeing all these names that I'm recognizing and it's it, it so it is kind of freaking me out a little. So I got asked um, to be one of the representatives for females in podcasting on this panel that's happening this uh, next weekend. 
So it's a, it's a series of workshops and panels? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's called Podcasting Beyond Branding. And, uh, <laughs> and that's the one is, that you're on. That's the one that I'm on. I'm on there with, I, I believe, five other women. And it's just kind of a Q&A kind of thing. Was, I don't quite know. Uh-huh. I, I mean, mean, I will say this. You do have top billing. I don't have top – just because I'm in the front doesn't mean that I have top billing. I think that means top billing. That's I mean, I, I'm taking a look at the panelists, and they all look like – I'm sure they're all very intelligent, smart uh, women but uh, who know podcasting. But you have definitely been doing it the longest of anybody on that panel. I can guarantee that. Like, you've been doing this – actually, it was – excuse me. Uh, it was – it's been eight years since November 5th. November 5th was the... By the way, we didn't celebrate our anniversary. No, well, because we talked too much about the anniversary of us leaving radio, then I felt kind of weird being like... And then eight no, days and later, oh, Sunday, now it's yeah. the anniversary of this. And then that yes. was on a Sunday, so, too. November 5th uh, was our... It was eight years ago on November 5th, uh, 2009, when we started Fun Employment Radio. So that's how long we've been doing it and every day yes. since. I mean, that does make you an expert. That You are an expert on this. But I can say this, having just um, worked at the Rose City Comic Con panels... And uh, and worked for those and, you know, helped MC a bunch of those panels and they had to be on them and kind of – I ran them rather than be the expert. I wasn't uh, – I, I was not the expert in like Batman the MC, technology. like the MC, right? Instead of like Yeah, the-, the MC, but I had to sit up there with the panel and I got a good idea of how these panels work. And I'm going to say if it works like this, uh, you're going to get a lot of weird questions. Because some of the things that I'm looking no, at... No, but there are other women on the panel who I think are not afraid of speaking in public, which also was another thing that we need to throw into that matter. Yeah. Which is the fact that I get kind of terrified speaking in public. I get extremely sweaty. I get a little nervous. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't... I, I don't know. I'm kind of intimidated. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know what kind of question would be directed toward me. Because I'm looking at the description right now. And it says, uh, these events are, are part of Siren Nation's mission as a nonprofit arts organization to inspire and empower women of all ages to create their own art and to highlight the many achievements of women in the arts. So it's part of uh, the rest of their annual festival, which includes live music, comedy, an art show, and a craft sale. So this is going to all be happening. And I don't know. And you're one of the lead panelists. I'm not a lead. Stop saying lead No, panelist. it's okay. I think you should be. It is be. not a lead panelist. I'm one of many panelists. I'm you, one of a few panelists. Well, yes. But I mean, at the same time, you know, I mean, you are one of the foremost experts. As it's being noted in our live chat, Sarah, you are one of the best known broadcasting celebrities in Oregon. I mean, it's up. true. And, uh, You've I, been in this business a long time, whether it's podcasting or commercial radio. Like, you've done this a long time, but are you prepared to give out advice? I mean, I don't know what kind of advice I would give. Uh-huh. Like, I'm used to, to giving like, out advice because I get actually, emails I have, like, all the time. I have, like, life, like, if you want to, like, pursue the arts and, I mean, I have advice from things that I have learned from the lifestyle of being a kind of artistic fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Maybe we should workshop this a little bit. Okay. So of how this is going to work. So I'm looking at here at the panel, and again, I am in support. I think Sarah is absolutely qualified for this. I think you just get nervous, and you're going to that's, – that's, that's what we're going to work on. So it says, panelists will share their experiences, pod, experiences podcasting for different purposes and audiences. Talk about the technical basics. Oh, Ooh, the technical basics? Oh, I'm so You're going to have a lot I'm of so trouble hosed. on that. I don't know – I can try to help you on that, but just, I mean, the way we work is Sarah and I have different jobs that are kind of split up so to, to make things easier. Technical side is definitely my side. I don't know. 
I'll try to give you some basics on that to try to get by it. And then um, I mean, I know the basics. I know, like, I know how to run like a hundred thousand watt radio station. But for some reason, yes, podcasting and like the tiny little intricacies that come with broadcasting out of our studio. Yes, I do have a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of issues running our, our podcasting setup. Because Greg has kind of made it, I think it's his own defense mechanism. He's made it to which, like, only he knows every single little thing that you're supposed to know, just so you can always be in control. No, I mean, that is something that you do need to do, though. That is, that is something That's that absolutely advice oh, for yeah. if you're going to get into any kind of entertainment. That is make, advice. Make yourself indispensable. Make yourself indispensable. Yeah. Uh, like, hide things. Like, not so much hide things, but, you know, don't share everything that you know. Yeah. Every little tidbit. I mean, keep some of that in your pocket. That's that's a hundred percent true. I mean, uh, just, I mean, maybe we got that from working in radio, but yeah, you don't want everybody to know exactly what you do because somebody else always wants what you have. Oh yeah, you go out <laughs> of town. There's somebody just gla- like just creeping yeah. up behind you. You always mark your territory if somebody's there. Just like thinking that they can just easily shift into your chair. Uh-huh. You make that chair spiky and uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You never. Yeah, you don't want to be rude, but. Eh, don't let everybody know all your secrets. Mm-mm. I mean, that's just, I think, is is perfectly fine. So, um, anyway, there's there's that. But, uh, so, so different purposes. Why don't we try it? Do you want to try, like, giving your speech of what it is? Sarah, why don't you share with us uh, your experience in podcasting? I mean, I could be honest. I could say, like, if you want to have a career in podcasting, you have to be completely comfortable with the fact that every month is going to be different. There isn't, like, you, you can't be, like... If you're used to something being like a steady income and yeah. something being like very predictable. Well, and, and you're probably one of the few people where this is your main job. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are, if it is something where like if, if you aren't comfortable with instability, well, then you should, probably wouldn't have been in radio anyway because there's nothing stable about radio. But in podcasting in general. Well, these are people though who probably weren't okay, in radio. That's true. I mean, I guess, what am I, who am I talking to? Am I talking to people who like, like I have a nine to five job, and then they want to do like a podcasting about like uh, I don't know, like yeah. in excess in, in the afternoon. In excess is the one thing you <laughs> yeah, picked. I don't know. Who wants to do a podcast about in excess? Um, in excess is amazing. <laughs> what was their song? Uh, I mean, I know they had a bunch of songs, but what's an in excess? Oh, the devil inside. The, the devil, devil inside. inside. Every single one. Oh, there's so many great <laughs> in excess songs. All right, so if you want to start a podcast, sure. This is going to be my question. So I'm going to be I'm going to be one of the people asking questions, and this is one thing because you did see some of the panels that I was moderating, and I don't know if it'll be like this, but oh, there was like a long never line. Tear us apart. You know that song? I don't know if I know that one. Oh, you know it? Okay. You're mad that I don't that I know the NXX that I do. Okay, I know it. I know it. I know the NXX song. Um, okay, so so okay. Here's my question. I'm coming up. Obviously, this is probably going to be more female oriented as it should. So I'm not going to be a person that gets in line. But say I do get in line, and I want to ask a question. I'm asking from in the experts. line. In line to ask questions because there will be a, a mic and a line, and people no, will have to. Won't. Rot- will there? I'm going to guess there will be because that's generally how the panels work. They open it up to questions to, from the audience. So I want to be like this. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, Miss Dylan. Uh, long time, first time, big fan. Uh, just wanted to ask you. You know, I want to get started with um, 
with a podcast, you know, I work nine to five, but I really feel like I could do a wonderful podcast about in excess. And <laughs> where is it that you think I should I should start? Like all my friends tell me I'm really I know a lot about in excess. Well, I definitely. Um, well, that's amazing that you know what you want to talk about. First of all, thank you so much for listening. Uh, second of all, yeah, I'm I'm very. That's very awesome that you know what you want to what you want to speak about, what your passion is for, because that's like kind of the hard part. But the other hard part, and going hand in hand with finding your subject, is how you want to discuss your subject. Uh-huh. Like, do you want to do like a like a fan podcast? Do you want to talk about how much you love In Excess and all of their albums, or do you want to do it along the lines of like? Um, having other people come in and talk about, you know, who, like what their favorite NXS songs are. Or Nobody wanna, knows like, as much as me about NXS. Okay, well, that's great. That's great. So I think uh, you just need to kind of figure out how you want to approach and share that information with other people. Oh! That's pretty good. Boop, 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 that's pretty boop, good. You talked around it without really giving any information, yeah, really. Yeah, that's totally it. That's you kind of put is. it back on them. Uh huh. Um, but at the same time, there was some value in there. Okay. All right. Now, that, that, was, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Right. You okay. should ask one of the rude questions that people ask. Like, how do you make money? How- That's oh, that is the you one that gets that. asked all yeah. the time. But say it in like a really aggressive way that you know, like we've heard it before. Oh my god, we've. This is one thing when you do talk about what you do. Um, and again, we we don't need to go into this too much. I don't know if people find this interesting or not. Maybe most of the people that are probably listening to the show haven't been the people who do this. It's when you you meet somebody and you're like, they're like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "Well, actually, we run a podcast and and we have a network and you know, and that's uh, our primary form of income is uh, working through podcasts." And that is the real root people just be just instantly, "How do you make any money doing that?" And then they expect you to lay out, "Oh, well, here is how I make money doing this." And it's like we do, but. Uh, Really, it's not necessarily something that I need to like justify myself to somebody mm-hmm. to tell them. But it's well, just, I'm not, I'm, I don't get angry about it. It's I don't fine. get angry like, about it. I just get annoyed if it's like the same thing if they're being rude. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody's well, like just asking, like actually curious and asking, cool. Yeah, it's just like it, you don't want to. Like nobody really wants to talk about how like how much money they make. Unless, yeah, I mean it's like. So you know, what do you do? Okay, you work. Um, you work in IT. How do you make money doing that? I make enough money to replace the shoes that disappeared from Greg's house and pay my bills. Okay, and so do all right. Okay, so I'll be one of the. I'll, I'll try to be one of the rude people. So okay. Yeah. All right, come over there. Hi. Uh, yes. Um, uh, Miss Dylan. Yes. Yeah. Oh, stop! They always say Miss Dylan. Miss Dylan. Yes. Uh, so I mean, that's neat. You do a podcast. I mean, you said you do it all the time. How do you make any money? Oh, that's neat. Well, since podcasting <laughs> has been... That was so dismissive right off the bat. Mm, that's a great question. Well, I think since podcasting has been a medium now for quite some time, I and mean, when I first started, it was uh, a little more difficult to get people to take it uh, seriously as the medium that it's now uh, you, know, you know, become known to be. Uh, but as for you know, making monetary amounts of money as, as for uh, paying for things... We have a, a subscription base. It all just depends on how you decide to moderate your own podcast world, you know, be it like if you want to have a subscription base, if you want to have advertisers or sponsors, if you want to do events and have those done. Uh, it just kind of is uh, up to the person who's having the podcast and, um, you know, up to them to see how they want to make their money with their podcast or if there's money to be made. Okay, that was... That wasn't quite as good as the first one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you want me to actually well, you're just it. sitting there staring at yeah, me. Yeah, like, well, I no, know. because that's what's going to happen. You're going to have a room full of people staring at you. 
Um, I was like, well, I think, okay, I'll, I'll say it succinctly. Like, you just have to figure out the best way uh, for you that you can monetize your podcast. See if, like, you have people who want to donate or if you have subscribers or advertisers. I mean, there are ways to make money if you want to do it. Um, yes, that's good. What? Okay, can I offer an alternative one? No. Okay, all right. I won't. Okay, yes. I won't. Right. No, I want to hear it. I no, an alternative one. Okay, I'm going to try it. Um, well, I think, number one, if you're if you're going after podcasting to make – you know, a lot of money, that's going to be a very difficult process. You know, there's not a lot of people out there that get rich off of podcasting. But if you want to be able to just sustain yourself and, and have, you know, a, a moderate income off of it, I think the first thing you have to do is build a dedicated audience because that's really what the most important thing is. Like, that's your currency. Once you have uh, fans and listeners who actually pay attention to what you're doing, like, that's – that is not a snooze alert. Snooze How is that a snooze alert? Fest. Snooze fest. That was so good. So much like blah blah blah. So much information. Just it wasn't like, information. I was like piping up the fact that you know what it is. You know what it is. Awesome listeners. Greg? If you are an artist, God. If you are an artist, that is the that, that was is a never practical answer. That yeah, but you're not supposed to be practical. If you're a podcaster, <laughs> most likely you're not practical. So what I'm saying is like if you are an All artist, right, so the first is- thing that you uh, should be worrying about is content. Like one of the like way down the line is what you should worrying out is money. Like you're not in you're not getting into a form of like a, you know expressive podcasting in order to be like all right I need to make this thing so I can make money. Then it's not it's not going to be a success. You have to go from your heart first. You have to go through the creative process. Because if you start anything with just trying to make money, you know you're going to have a lackluster product. All right. Yes, I'm getting it. Everybody's in there. Yeah, I was bored. That was super boring. Pro rota. I was. Well, I mean that's honest answer but okay fine yes for a panel maybe that wasn't the best one all right that was that was good so basically you told them don't expect to make any money no no i'm just saying like don't set out to make your millions by starting a podcast like i think that's what people a lot of people feel like they're entitled that's what i've seen with like the whole time like that see but are you putting this in your answer Oh, no, I was just kind of saying that. No, I'm not going to say that. No, yeah, I'm not going to say that. Because I know the kind of people exactly that you're talking about. No. Because people but. feel like they're owed something because they put something out into the universe. And the fact of the matter is, like, the only reason that we still continue to get to do what we love is because people listen to us and you give us your time. Like, that is a gift to us. So, I mean, we wouldn't be able to keep doing this did we not have, you know, other folks' love and support. That's what I said. No, yours was like more wordy. And it techie. was more wordy. It was more wordy, admittedly. Yeah, it's just a but little that, like okay. Blah, you blah, repackaged blah. it, but that is what yeah, I said. Yeah, I repackaged it. I, I packaged it brighter and smaller and, and fluffier. All right, fine, fine. I'll give you that. Yours was like that sad. Like I don't know if you. There wasn't get anything sad about it. It was like t- I was basically talking about how we have an ama- amazing listener like some, base. Like some electronic store. <laughs> that was yours. And some like shiny gray box. All right, fine. Mine was a technical answer. So I don't even know. So I guess the thing that I'm more like, I know what I'm doing when it comes to talking about what I do since I've been doing this for a long time. However, I don't know how to like, like uh, being on a panel, Uh like there are going to be five other people on the panel. Yeah. Like, how do you answer questions? Like, how is the pacing done? Um, I don't know. Well, it looks like your moderator is going to be, you have a moderator. Okay. Um, so she'll probably control that part of it. Probably you'll each do my guess. And again, I don't know, but my guess is, oh, the go around the room things, those go around the room. Oh, they make me so nervous. There'll be a go around the room thing. Probably talk about your start in podcasting, how you got in and maybe share one of your favorite experiences from podcasting. That's probably what it's going to be like. What's your favorite experience from podcasting? 
um, I think the realization that one day we were doing this and realized that people were actually listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my favorite. Am I supposed to be wordy? There are going to be a lot of people talking. I don't need to be like so full of words. Yeah. That is my favorite part of podcasting. Once I realized, like, holy shit, people are actually listening to what we're doing. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to try and correct me? No, I'm not going to correct longer, you. Maybe you should give me a long, more technical <laughs> answer gonna, that I should give. <laughs> I'm not going to correct you. I'm just saying, you know, uh, all right. All right. Let's see. How, let's see. Alex says, uh, how about you make a list of items you can pivot to when the questions are difficult? That's good. Sarah is good at redirecting. Mm. I, uh, you, uh, you are. You're very good at that. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine you'll be able to redirect. I worry about you getting too, too stumped to where you, no, you'll be fine. You'll redirect. Ask me a question that you think I should have to redirect for. Okay. Because like, I'm super excited. Like, this is such an honor to be asked for this. Uh-huh. No, I don't want to mess it up. I do not want to mess it up. I am in amazing, incredible company. I want to look as if okay. I'm a professional. Let, let me try to throw you some stumping questions just to see what happens and see if you can either okay, answer them or pivot. Look in the chat, too, and see if people can throw me some stumpers. Okay. I'm going to just ask you one that you probably will get or somebody will get. Okay. Okay. Um... I see. Oh, You're making me nervous. You're making me nervous. Good. See, it's better to be nervous now, and then, then we'll get well, it out I'm going to be nervous that day anyway. It's like, I'm going to be nervous now, and I'll be nervous then. It's not like, since you're making me nervous now, I'm going to be like, oh, not going to be nervous sitting in front of a bunch of people. So I'm still in, on a technical standpoint. Would you actually prefer that you, uh, you use either a standalone recorder mixer or run it through a board with mixers? Um, do you have any advice as far as compression or what the best way is to record the podcast and have it actually compressed to the, the proper way for, uh, for distribution? Oh, that's a great question. I think it all comes down to uh, what kind of, like, technically what kind of mics you're using, uh, the vocal range of the people that are speaking. Like, does it sound better if it's compressed? The vocal range of the people <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't keep from laughing at that one. All right. Shut up. All right. Um, I always think that compression is probably the best route because that way it balances everybody out. So if you have someone who's, you know, extremely loud when they speak, someone who's a little quieter, if you balance it all out through the mixing board and and compress it all, uh, it all seems to kind of shake out pretty evenly in the end. <laughs> I mean, if I were looking for technical advice, you answered nothing. Yeah, you answered nothing in that. But you did sound like you knew what you were talking about. So I would say absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, you threw enough loops in there that they're not going to know even how to follow up to that. They're just going to be like, uh, uh, okay, all right. Because, uh, yeah, on a technical end, I don't think you answered anything. Okay, let's take a look. There's some more. Okay, uh, Jasmine has a, has a question okay. here. <laughs> We're going to put it up. <laughs> that was a brilliant way to answer nothing. Okay, um, Jasmine just says. I've been doing that my whole life, by the way. <laughs> the vocal range is better. <laughs> okay, um, uh, and people, if you're listening live, funemploymentradio.com slash live, feel free to throw some more questions in here. Let's see if we can stump Sarah, see if we, she can get through this, because I'm I'm pretty impressed so far. All right, Desmond says, Sarah, as a role model to oh, young women, how do so you... Oh, sweet. S- Thank you. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't finished. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's the role model thing. It just, it just caught me off guard. You'll get some weird people that answer, ask questions. Nobody's going to be asking me. Nobody's going to know who I am. Sarah, like, okay, as what? a role model to young women... How do you see podcasting as a tool to increase their self-esteem and prospects for a better future? Oh, that's amazing. That's an amazing question. I think uh, not only for women, but people in general, regardless of how you identify yourself, um, podcasting is a great outlet 
to put more focus on something that you're passionate about. Like, for example, me with Fun Employment Radio, uh, me and my idiot partner, Greg, talk a lot about pop culture. We do a lot about, like, you know, funny stories. We kind of like to keep things light because there's a lot of stuff in the world that isn't too amazing that's going on right now. So we like to kind of provide a distraction for that. And I think as as anyone in podcasting, if they want to take an approach to, you know, try and make the world a better place, they absolutely should. All right. Pew, pew, pew. All right, all right. Do finger was, guns after everything? No, probably stick away from the finger guns. Um, no, I'll be like, you know, say for example, uh-huh. if they ask specifically, like say for example, you know, that you're a huge fan of NXS. And, you know, and you think that people need to know more about them other than the fact that Michael Hutchins, you know, accidentally hung himself while furiously yeah. masturbating. Like, you want to talk about other things besides <laughs> oh, that. I probably wouldn't bring that part up. I was waiting to see. I, I could tell you weren't even listening to me because I'm talking. You're like, well, I'm like, he's not even reacting. Okay. He's not even reacting. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'm taking a look, look here about uh, some, other, some other questions. Um, hi, uh, Sarah. I haven't listened to your show before. So do you prefer a cardioid? Because you're going to get those. I've never heard of Fun Employment Radio. Uh-huh. That's all right. I mean, well, if you want to check it out, funemploymentradio.com. Yeah, I've been going probably for about won't. eight years. So, oh. do you prefer a cardioid condenser mic, a unidirectional mic, or an omnidirectional mic for your vocal range? Uh, well, for me, it just kind of depends on the. I like to focus more on the quality of the content than I do like the quality of the microphone because I believe if you have something to say, regardless of if it's multidirectional or however um, you know the microphone that you're using works, I think that if you have something good to say into it then uh, you know, it'll be a good reflection on the microphone itself. You kind of had it there. You were close to having it. You were close to actually talking down to me and also sounding like you were uh, providing amazing advice. Like you almost had that. You almost had I that. I think yeah. I did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, talking into it might have been <laughs> when you're talking into it. <laughs> that part might have been the... Been the one, but that that was still. All right, honestly, Alex, I know does a lot of it's panels. Impressive. Thank you, our friend um, Alex in the chat does a lot of panels, and she said, "Good pivot." Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- I think you were <laughs> you were pretty close. There. I mean, it's a panel, so they'll have to rush it along. So once you're done, no, I mean, people may be thinking about it, but luckily, something else will probably happen right afterward. No, and if they say like, "I'm sorry, that what you said didn't make any sense," I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. We actually are on limited time, but I'd love to chat with you after the panel if if you want to talk a little bit more about it." And then, oh, and then I'm. No, and then I'm running. <laughs> oh, so you just tell them that and then, boom, you're out of there? <laughs> That's what you do. So don't believe Sarah. Everyone's guilty of doing that, the deflecting, like the person uh-huh. you bump into over and over and like, oh, we should totally go get that beer sometime. And then you never do, and you just bump it to the next time, to the next time, to the next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Does anybody else have any other questions that we should try to No, try it's fine. And plus, there, I, there, there are many... Other amazing, capable <laughs> Here's another humans. Question. Uh, oh, John no. just had one in the chat, and you could get one of these. Okay, I, did, I'm not, I haven't even looked. I don't even know what it is. Sarah, hi. Hi. hi uh, loved you on the Rick Emerson show. I mean, it oh, was just. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was, it was great. You know, I wish, I wish you guys would get back together, you know. Oh. Um, I wonder yeah. what Rick's up to. That's not, that's not my question. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you remember that episode in 2004 when you and Rick had uh, Scotty J on and you guys were all talking about the record that Rick had brought in? 
I'm sure. I don't specifically remember that one, but we had such a good time there. And I just have nothing but the most amazing memories of working on the Rick Emerson show. So if you remember any episode from that time, I'm sure that I was just having a, a great time there. So are you guys going to get it back together? No. You know, I think Rick's kind of busy doing his own thing, and I've been busy with Fun Employment Radio. So uh, it was it was a wonderful time in my life, and uh, and Rick is still a dear friend of mine, and I'm just uh, really happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah. I mean, there's, noth- there's nothing out there like it. Oh, yeah, I know. But, I mean, yeah. I think some things exist only for a particular time and place. And if you want to recreate something, sometimes it's hard to recreate that kind of magic. And I think that existed for a particular time, and I don't know if it, if it would be able to be mimicked again. That was good. Thank you. <laughs> I can't even make fun of you for that. That was solid. That was a solid answer to that. Okay. All right. Well, so far, I mean, I can't really. I mean, if it is, I haven't really stumped you. Totally the technical though. stuff, you're fucking talking into totally the, the the vocal range when you talk into the mic. Uh, might, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you can pivot to that and just you could. I mean, one way you could just say it is just to be like, mm-hmm. honestly, you know, we're a two part team, and my my partner for the podcast handles that kind of side because we divide up the work. Yes, I do a lot of the the content work. The behind the scenes. He's more of the techie. He's more of the nerd. Yeah, right? wait a minute. Let's, let's not. Okay. So <laughs> all I do is punch buttons. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, that was. Yeah. All I, right. So I'm kind of, I'm excited. I mean, I'm so honored to, like, yeah. I really am because I've never really been asked to do anything like this. And I've seen, and I recognize a lot of, a lot of the other names. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm pretending, even though I'm not. You're not pretending. I you've, know, but I feel like I am. You've been doing this for eight years. I know. Just the podcasting side, let alone 10 years of radio before that. I know. Like, I know. You know, you're, you've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Doesn't mean I still don't get freaked out speaking in public, I know. though. But you are, there is no one on that more qualified than you are. Oh, that is. Is ridiculous. Oh, I mean, it's true. That's just no. that's just the truth. No, I mean, everyone. And I'm not their... saying that any uh, anything about you know any other people on the panel because I, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, who's I'm to not say? Like you don't you don't know that for sure. That's a weird thing to say. Don't say that. Don't say that. Okay. Well, I would say as far as experience, no one has as much experience. I've had a lot you. of experience. You've had okay. a lot of experience. I've had a lot of podcasts. It's also a way experience. of calling you old, which I guess I just realized I know. that. That's now, okay. I don't mind. You're very experienced. I, <laughs> you've had so many. I have had a lot of life experiences. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of that. No, you shouldn't be. All right. Well, good job. I'm, I'm impressed. All right. Well, wish me luck. Not that it matters, but. <laughs> oh, Greg, it matters. Oh, boy, howdy doody. Let's listen to this professional podcaster talk about ridiculous shit. Hi, my friends. This is my where you make the big bucks. Eric Dillon. Welcome uh, to uh, my world of crazy. Crazy. Sorry, there were some other questions, but we'll, we'll move on. I mean, we can always come back to them. Okay. I could do another one real quickly if you want. Um, how do you decide how much of your personal life to share? Oh, I think everyone has to set their own limits. I mean, for me, for example, um, at the beginning of my podcasting, I started. I talk a lot about my dating life, and now as it's come on, I realized that um, I'd more like to focus on different aspects of my life than anything like that. But um, I also use a lot of my personal life to solve like questions that I have, uh, ethical or otherwise. It's a real fun platform to get to bounce off of a bunch of different people at the same time. God, that was good. All right, first up, Greg. Was, I, know you're, I know you're a big ranch fan. Oh God, I ranch am not. dressing. Ugh. I like I like the ranch from time to time. I mostly just like it when I have a. I like it on a salad, and I like it sometimes with a little bit of honey mustard with chicken nuggets. 
I like just plain honey mustard. Mm. Honey mustard's good. Okay. That's good stuff. All right. Well, there are lots of ranch fans. Lots of ranch fans. Somebody walk around going, I'm a ranch fan. All right. Well, Hidden Valley is one of the biggest names in in ranching. Okay. In ranch. Well, earlier this year, I I think I did talk about this. I think I recollect this. Uh, Hidden Valley had created something that they called the Ranch Fountain. For $100, so instead of like a chocolate fountain, you know, where people like dip their strawberries and stuff oh, into God, it. Oh, that's so gross. It yes, was I a ranch dressing you. fountain. I blocked this out of my mind Yes, they debuted so it earlier this year. But um, let me tell you this. They, they made them. The ranch fans bought out the entire stock. The in, they sold out <sighs> of ranch fountains. Which, I mean, couldn't you just get a chocolate fountain and just put ranch in it? It's probably, I don't know, ranch probably like gums up pretty Ew, quick. Oh, it gets all gunky. I mean, because it wouldn't they have to keep it hot to run it through that. So is it hot ranch dressing? I don't think they'd have so to keep, keep it, it hot. I mean, the chocolate, you have to keep it hot to keep it flowing. Oh, Ranch, maybe. doesn't it like solidify and like turn into some weird chunky like thing if you don't keep it? Ew, that just sounds oh real bad. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, so they sold out. So if you wanted to get a Hidden Valley Ranch Fountain... I mean, you can't unless you look on on the eBay and maybe someone is selling them, but they are completely sold out. I need to look what I got us. Well, now, for that ranch lover in your life, if you weren't able to snag him one of them there fountains, why not go ahead and get them a Hidden Valley silver keg full of ranch. Yes, a keg of ranch. For your ranch dressing needs. How big is this? For 65 American dollars, you get this silver beauty. That's what it says. <laughs> and a year's supply of Hidden Valley Ranch. Because this also alleviates the problem that some people found in the fountain, in the ranch fountain, is that there were double dippers. However, if you have the ranch... Does anybody, egg, is anybody dipping in a ranch fountain really going to care about a double dipper? Yeah, that's like... Doesn't I mean, that's like be. the last thing that should be your concern. Honestly. I am very offended at the lack of class around this ranch fountain. I just that somebody has re-put really in their think. carrot stick after they took a bite. Bobby dipped in it twice. He dipped I in seen it him. twice. He dipped in it twice. Well, um, yeah, so this is sixty-five dollars. You get a year su- which I think if you're a ranch fan, if you get both a keg full of ranch and a year's supply of ranch for sixty-five dollars, that kind of seems like a good steal. Because I was thinking about even Restaurants or something. You probably can't use it on a commercial property. I'm going to guess there's some sanitary concerns with no, this. No, not even sanitary concerns. I was thinking monetary concerns. What? Go take a dip off the ranch keg? No. Do a keg stand? No, because if you have like a business and like you probably spend, what, thousands of dollars on ranch? Yeah. And here, if you can get one keg of ranch and get it a bottomless, because it says a, a year's supply of Hidden Valley Ranch for $65 inside of a keg. Like, that seems like it could save a, a business a lot of money. Did you ever do a ranch keg stand? Oh. Maybe. 20 bucks. Wait, for how long? Five seconds. Oh, I don't know. 20 bucks. No, not for five seconds. I don't know. 30 bucks. That's weird. Stop asking. 30 bucks for That's... a five-second ranch keg stand. Would you? No. All right. So anyway, if you want to get that for your loved ones, that is something that exists. A shiny silver keg full of all your ranchy goodness. Speaking of things shiny and silver, we all know the fancy company Tiffany's. Tiffany & Co. Yeah. It's called Tiffany's. 
Well, now... I think I've been to a out- Tiffany's in New York. That's where it is, right? Yeah, it's in New York. There are lots of Tiffany's. Oh, there's lots of Tiffany's? Yeah. I mean, there's a I don't go to malls very Tiffany's. often. I mean, Tiffany's is like the fancy, the fancy yeah. jewelry place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is the... They also exist on the internet, if you can believe it, in 2017. I only go to Amazon or NextAventure.net. I know. It's just crazy. Those are the only two places I go online. Well, Tiffany and Company is now making the news after they have announced and put for sale online and are actively selling... A sterling silver tin can for $1,000. A sterling silver tin can. A tin can can that they have made out of sterling silver that they are selling to other rich people. Like a tin can? Like a a coffee can? No, like a a a, corn can. Oh, wow. Like a tin can. Like a soup can. Yes, so they're they're calling it a pencil slash paintbrush holder. That's what they call it because if you have a thousand, so it's their everyday oh objects God. collection. So let me tell you, so it's uh, so it's four and a half inches high. <coughs> it's made of sterling silver, silver and vermeil with a Tiffany blue enamel accent. So it has like a blue stripe on the side of it. Uh. It's literally a motherfucking tin can with a light blue stripe on the side of it. it says it's instantly recognizable. The, six, the signature Tiffany blue hue of the designs enam- enamel. Accent has been as iconic as the brand itself since its founding in 1837. Wow, if you'd like to get a hand engraving on your $1,000 Tiffany's tin can. Is it like enclosed at the top or is it? Nope. It's just an. So you can get it uh, engraved uh, with up to three letters. You can get three letters engraved on it. Uh, for the standard engraving, it's $25 per letter. Hand engraving, $45 a letter. $45 a letter to engrave on it. To engrave a sterling silver tin can for $1,000. So, again, this is part of their Everyday Objects collection. Yeah, also be like a normal person. Also available in this collection is a sterling silver paper plate collection, where you can get a sterling silver paper plate for only $950. Wait, but then it's not a paper plate, right? Isn't it just a sterling silver plate? It's a sterling silver plate in the style of a paper plate. God. Yes, you can also get that engraved for the same amount. Get your sterling silver paper plate personalized. <laughs> Look at me, I'm so rustic right I'm now. I'm so rustic. Uh, also, you can also uh, get a $1,000 tin can baby bank with uh, the word bank written on the side of it. Oh, man. Yeah. So that's something that people are actually buying. Moving onward and upward. Qatar. That's how you pronounce it, right? Qatar? Qatar, or you can call it uh, Qatar or uh, Qatar. Yeah, I, I guess like both are correct. Okay, from I like what I've, From what I've researched. Well, a woman who was flying on Qatar Airways decided to access her husband's phone using his fingerprint while he was asleep and found out that, she, that he was cheating on her. So he was sleeping, took his finger, accessed his phone mid-flight, found out he was cheating cheating on her. And the Qatar Airways flight that they were traveling on was forced to make an emergency landing in India after she started to repeatedly hit her sleeping husband in the head following the discovery. (laughs) Yes, it caused a mid-flight emergency. The Iranian woman had managed to unlock her partner's smartphone by pressing it against his hand while he was just sleeping next to her. Never trust... I, I swear, if someone's crazy, they're always they're gonna figure out a way to get into your shit. Yeah, 
Yeah. I would tell you as a when I, I remember when I was in a very unhealthy relationship in my early 20s, I was a crazy person. And I figured out many creative ways to get into their things. I, I would never do that anymore because doing that, you find out shit that you don't want to. And that was a long time ago. But I mean, if you're, you're not going to stop somebody who's on a mission, particularly a crazy lady. I don't mean to be gender specific, but I'm being specific. All right. Flight attendants tried to intervene, but were unable to calm her down, leaving the pilots with no option but to make an unscheduled stop in the southern Indian city of Chennai. This past weekend, the couple were removed from the plane, which then completed its journey. Uh, they spent the day at the airport. No police action was taken, a source called, told the newspaper. Uh, no word on the specifics about the affair. Man. Yeah, if you're cheating on someone, maybe don't fall asleep with your fingerprint-enabled phone in your hand. Yeah, and with your wife that probably you're easily on. pulled up texts that say exactly what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to give a big thanks to Daryl who sent this uh, to me. I think he tagged us on Facebook, actually, uh, facebook.com slash Radio, where NASA's New Horizons spacecraft is looking to rename or to name a distant world that's on the outer frontier of the solar system. So they're looking for names. What for, world? For potential names. What so it says, uh, help us nickname a distant world, which, of course, uh, uh, Daryl had suggested perhaps Fib and Nibs <laughs> might be a good one. Fib and Nibs is a terrible name. No one should be. Fib and Nibs is such a good flow to <laughs> it. It is not. It does not have anything, and there's no truth to it. Fib and Nibs. Well, on January 1st, 2019, Oops. NASA's New Horizons fi- uh, spacecraft will be flying past a small, distant, and cold world. Oh, God. Then that's definitely Fib and Nibs. Small, distant, cold. <laughs> <laughs> At the outer frontier of the solar system. So the uh, spacecraft is going to set the record for visiting the most remo- uh, remote world ever experienced by humankind. So for now, the destination goes by the unexciting name 486958201MU69, or MU69 for short. They would like to find a more memorable nickname when they're talking about their future planet. So if you'd like to actually put in what you think that the planet should be named... Planet Nibbler's good. Um, oops, sorry about that. Planet Nibbler's good. Uh, let's see. All right, so you can send them in. So if you look up NASA's New Horizons, you can send in your ideas for the future planet. And they will be announcing the name in January 2018. I don't know if I want that as my planet, though, because it's just a rock. All right, so if you want to do this, you can read about the nicknames they're already considering. You can vote your favorite names on the ballot so far or nominate names that you think you should add to the ballot. And check out the top-ranked names on the vote tally. So um, the Planet McPlanet Face, uh, Courtney suggested. Oh, yeah. World McWorld Face. That's what I was thinking. Worldy McWorld Face from Mike. All right, so if you would like like to vote, the campaign closes at at noon Pacific time on December 1st, 2017. So get your Fibbin Nibblers in and vote today. So it's the New Horizons science team, if you'd like to find that. Sneaky Sarah. All right, and finally, this story made me laugh. This is genius. I think I love when people come up with clever ways um, to scare people into being good. (laughs) This is what I mean. A Michigan police department warned rowdy football fans to keep their celebrations under control 
or else they would spoil season two of Stranger Things for them. So this is what they did. So the East Lansing Police Department said on Saturday, so for Michigan State University's football fans to keep their celebrations under control after the team's victory over Penn State, uh, they said we have extra police officers on overtime tonight. Celebrate this win the right way. Don't do something you will regret and end up in one of our cells because we've taped Stranger Things spoilers all over the walls of our jail. (laughs) So what they did is they printed out a bunch of big things that happen in season two of Stranger Things, printed out the pictures, covered the jail cells with them. So if somebody was arrested for being a, you know, a drunken buffoon, they might accidentally see a spoiler if they hadn't watched it yet. I think that's good. I don't know if that's really going to prevent anybody from being a drunken buffoon. If they're dead set on being, you know, setting something on fire over a football game, they're probably still going to set All it right, on fire. All right, that's true. Pro- buffoonery probably <laughs> will abound, but I do like, I do like the idea. I thought that was kind of fun. The idea is good. The idea is kind yes. of... Or just like even... They don't even have to do a Stranger Things thing. They should just have walls lined with spoilers for anything. Yeah. Like who killed Laura Palmer? Or like, you know... Again, I highly doubt that's going to be the right crowd for the Laura Palmer one. I don't know what I'm saying. Like spoilers for like yeah. big pop culture things. And the then ending have them. of series or something like that. Or what happens. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be kind of... That would be a deterrent a little bit. Like I just saw the new Thor movie. Like, that you could have a spoiler for that. Oh, yeah. I would be pissed if I had seen a spoiler for that. Mm-hmm. By the way, Thor Ragnarok is fucking great. It is so good. Good to know. It is a really good movie. Greg will not be saying any spoilers on this. Part. I will not say any spoilers, other than the spoiler is, it's awesome. It's a great movie. Okay. All right, so there you have it, my friends. There is your world of crazy. Excellent world of crazy, Sarah. Oh, thank you, Greg. I've got a little bit of ball talk. You Bef- do. Before we do that, I did want to say, uh, give a shout out to one of our fine sponsors, Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure is wonderful. a local sponsor. They have also been around here in Portland for a long time and uh, one of the fine sponsors of our show. Their 20th, 20th year, actually, is this year. Mm. 20 years of being around. Next Adventure, Deacon Brides, Next Adventure, nextadventure.net, and then on the corner of Stark and Grand. Um, anything you need for outdoor. Like outdoor fun, outdoor clothes, outdoor activities, they are the place to go. Exactly. Like if it's if you're doing sportsing, if you're doing camping, if you're doing walking. Never use the word sports. If you're doing like just existing outside and you want to look nice and be warm because it's getting really cold out there. Just go and get gloves. anything that you need. I actually just shattered my lamp on accident, my nice propane lamp. Oh. I dropped it. Of course it. you did. Yeah. God, so you're such probably gonna be going in there looking for a new lamp. Okay. But anyway, you can go there. Check it out. Nextadventure.net or next adventure right on the corner of Stark and Grand. They are wonderful. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. It's a brief ball talk today. But I do have a couple of things to bring up. One. Uh, well, we got two things here. I'll deal with this. One is this. So right now, if you are down in Australia, and we do have Australian listeners that tune into our show, the Melbourne Cup is going on. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, in Melbourne. So the Melbourne Cup, which I only know this because Deadspin posted a whole roundup of what goes on. It's apparently horse racing, but really it's a giant... Uh, it's a giant drunk fest. Wow. So they, they have horse racing that go on. So it's it's actually a horse race. It's at their track down there. But really, uh, what this article says is that really it's, a, it's an alcohol drinking competition because Aussies all dress up in their finest clothes and go down there and get hammered. 
while watching the horse races, which honestly sounds kind of fun. So this no, Greg, I'm shocked that you would think that sounds like fun. That sounds like a pretty good time. What? So there's a there's a whole photo album of it that goes that goes along with it for every year when this thing happens. I mean, the closest I went to that was I went to Del Mar in uh, San Diego, opening day at Del Mar, the racetrack, and it is. It is a lot of fun. Like, it's a huge racetrack, and they have this... At Del Mar, you walk under this tunnel, so you're on the inner field, and it's just full of beer gardens, and you can bring coolers, and you hang out on the inner side of the racetrack, and just hang out all day, and then, like, big bands play at the end of it. I think it was... I can't remember who it was. Oh, Flaming Lips played. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's all free. Free concert. I mean, the betting's not free. The beer's not free if you buy it, but still. This looks fun. I want to make it to the Melbourne Cup someday. That's really all I had to say about it. That was good. Melbourne Cup sounds awesome. Just let everybody know what you want to do. Yep, that's pretty much what this thing is for. All right, moving on to Ball Talk. Big trade, Sarah. Big trade. Uh Uh-oh. In the NBA, Eric Bledsoe of the Phoenix Suns has been whining about how he doesn't want to be on the Suns anymore. He's the one who posted, well, explicitly on Twitter, I don't want to be here. Uh, (laughs) So he hasn't actually played. They benched him, and he's one of the... probably the best player on the team. And they benched him because they've been trying to find a trade partner. The problem is it makes it really hard to trade somebody when they announce, I don't want to be here. So every team knows they don't want to be there, so they're just going to lowball him. Oh, yeah. But they did work out a trade with the Milwaukee Bucks for Greg Monroe and a first-round pick. So Eric Bledsoe now going to Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference. Um, this actually could be a pretty, pretty good deal for them because it teams him up with the Greek Freak. Now, I need to bring this up because I feel like a lot of people need to know who the Greek freak is. I remember, like, I, I recognize that last name, or that, not that last name, but that nickname. I know you've talked about it many times before. Yes. Uh, so the Greek freak, his name, his real name is, excuse me while I did this set up, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's a pretty name. It is. And mm. he's, he's, from, uh, he's from Greece, originally. And uh, he's called the Greek freak because he's fucking amazing like he is a lot of fun to watch he's kind of the he's just amazing the guy's guy's like seven feet tall but he runs like he's a point guard um he's a ton of fun to watch and so the greek freak is getting a lot of a lot of press this year in the nba and deservedly so like i would say he's probably the front runner to be the mvp this year right now okay and so eric Bledsoe teaming up with the greek freak and it's mainly i was using this as a segue to uh, to you know educate people about Giannis Antetokounmpo, and in doing so I thought maybe I should play a Milwaukee fan song. To Greece, his little brother body to another Greek freak. The future looking Asked the moose when he came here from the distance. I knew we'd be the truth. Jason Kidd got the team on track to break a back. So that play It's like is it slowed down or something? I think he thinks he's so how you wanna split the double team or man a man. Man, I play me man a man. That's a poster, cause I can't post up any man. I'm looking for the best one that you got. I can love it over your Anyway, that's called the Greek Freak, Giannis and Tetakubo official song has nothing to do with him, actually. But that's from Mr. Sawdoff. Mr. Sawdoff. I'm just so excited that you felt the need to share that with us. You can us. find that on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes. Available in all those places. Greek Freak. Anyway, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. <laughs> so there we go. 
It's like you actively want people to be mad at you. No, I do, I'm, I'm just educating. I'm merely educating. Mm-hmm. That is all that I'm trying to do. Okay. With Speed of Witch, we need to educate about something else, something actually really, really awesome that is happening for the Portland Podcast Festival. Oh. And we're going to say it right here to you first. I don't even think this has been announced publicly yet. So we're going to say it right now. Portland Podcast Festival taking place December 2nd at the Hawthorne Theater. You all know that. Get your tickets now at pdxpodfestival.com. There's a ticket link right there. You can see all the different podcasts that are going to be on it. We would love to see as many people there as possible. Get your tickets now. And we've kept the tickets as low as we possibly can to see all of these uh, all of these podcasts and two bands that are going to be performing all for that same price. And on top of that now, added into your ticket price, not only are you going to be getting a lanyard, like a commemorative lanyard yes. that we're getting made, mm-hmm. but... We ordered them. We're getting stuff done, everybody. We need to talk about one of our fine sponsors, the main stage sponsor of the Portland Podcast Festival is going to be Small Town Brewery. Which you know them because they have been a longtime sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. They're going to have Not Your Father's Mountain Ale and Not Your Mother's Iced Tea both available at the event. They are both delicious. I personally love the iced tea. Oh, I yeah. think it's so good. It is so good. It's a beer that tastes like iced tea. And the Mountain Ale also tastes like Mountain Dew. Yeah. But it has That's alcohol. What it is. It's a Mountain it's Dew amazing. beer. And they're going to have both of them there. And here's the deal when you purchase a ticket, when you show up at the event, so you'll have to, you, you buy your ticket, you show up. When you show up, you'll get your lanyard. You'll also get a ticket for one free beer from Small Town Brewery. You get a free beer with your ticket purchase, courtesy of Small Town Brewery. That is awesome. Or a complimentary beverage. Or free beer. Well, that's a free beer. Yeah, it is totally. Oh, do I have to say it differently? No. A complimentary small town beverage. You get a free beer. A free beer with your ticket purchase. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah, so this is like, this is creeping up on us like every day that ticks by. Oh my gosh, I get more excited and... Oh, just let us know when when you get your tickets. Let us know where you're coming in from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pick up, pick up your tickets. Uh, pick them up now, please. Do so at pdxpodfestival.com. Go there, click on the ticket link. Just buy them so you're set and you're good to go. I'm so excited, Greg. Me too. You can talk about it when you're on your panel. Oh, damn straight, I will. You know yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Need you to know that. I'll relentlessly hoa. Well, it's exciting. I it mean, is. Like it no, is, it's, it's awesome. It's the first one, and like we need for it to go well. So we're, just like we said, the reason we get to do this show every day is because of wonderful people who listen to it. Like The reason why we get to do events and have incredible sponsors is because people come and support us, and that's what we need. Yep. So when you do that, you really, really help us. Pick up your tickets, pdxpodfestival.com. Awesome. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Oh, but tomorrow I have to cover a birthday question from uh, mailman Brian Rodin. Okay. Or now Bike Gallery Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he has a question that I will have to address tomorrow. All right. A very important birthday rules question. Can't believe you So we will have to get that. that taken care of. Also, later on this week, Mike Kaplan going to join us here on Fun Employment yeah. Radio, among lots of other things. So always tune in every day. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.